Hello, this is the ProSource Podcast. I'm Kevin Devine, Director of Digital Marketing Content for ProSource Wholesale. In this series, we'll focus on home remodeling, especially kitchens and bathrooms. You'll hear from those in the know, including our corporate merchandisers, showroom team members, and the trade professionals who ultimately make it happen. We're glad you've joined us. Enjoy. Today's episode of the ProSource Podcast, we are joined by Neil Ross. Neil, appreciate you being here today. Kevin, thank you for having me. Well, let's start with an easy question. Why don't you tell us who you are and specifically what you do for ProSource Wholesale? Sure. My name is Neil Ross, the Vice President of Product and Merchandising, and I lead our entire team on the flooring side. Flooring that includes all carpet, that includes vinyl, tile, that includes ceramic, porcelain, includes wood floors, includes engineered wood floors. Anything that you stand on comes under my guidance. Okay. So in that realm, how long have you been working for ProSource Wholesale and what got you into the flooring industry? So I like to tell people I've been in the flooring industry my entire life. I've been walking on it, crawling on it. 18 years ago is when I got into the business and that is when I started with ProSource. I had zero flooring experience before coming to ProSource. I've been in specialty retail. I've done sales both on the retail side and on the commercial side, but I didn't have any experience in flooring before walking into ProSource. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, what makes flooring exciting? What motivates you with it? When I first started in the business, I kind of was like, it's a part of the commercial business. It's part of the contracting business. I really didn't know much about it. But when I got here, I was like, the pure breadth of product that's available in flooring is what really drew me to it. And then really, I was like, man, it's a style business. Every year, they're coming out with new products. Technology, the speed at flooring changes just every year with new things that come out. That's what makes it exciting. It's just every day you're seeing new products come out from suppliers. So in that sense, what specifically have you seen evolve in the realm of flooring and maybe where you even see it going? Wow. Well, you know, when I started, I like to joke that most of the business that we were doing was carpet and I was in charge of carpet. It was over half of our business and I've managed it down to less than a quarter of our business. But that just shows you what the business is and not what Neil has done right, personally, right. but not at all a reflection no, of you. No, no reflection of what I do. It's just the way the industry has changed over time. What's great is we started out and got carpet just about in every house in the country. And then slowly it's been changed out for obviously tile's been around forever, but you see a lot more tile these days. New product categories like luxury vinyl has really taken off over the past 10 years or so. Now to the point where it's the majority of our business. It's the largest product category that we're seeing being sold today. So Neil, when it comes to flooring, what would you consider to be the ProSource advantage? Uh, wow. I think in a nutshell, it's value. ProSource has claimed value and screamed value since its inception 30 years ago. But I think that value comes from multi, multi parts here, right? The first is when a customer comes in, you can see the value. I mean, our showrooms are not highly retail. They're in, a, in an area where you've got a little more industrial and then you've got the racking systems, all that. It just has a perceived value up there. And the pricing you're going to see is actual value. Along with that, you've got this huge selection of product and that is an incredible amount of value to a customer walking in. They're going to walk in, probably somewhat be overwhelmed, uh, the good news is that they've got an account manager. They've got an account manager that will walk them and guide them through the entire process of selecting product. Personally, uh, my wife doesn't like to come into the ProSource showroom because people are like, oh, she knows product kind of just like a tangentially because yeah. I, I, she knows me. And I'm like, she doesn't know anything. She needs help because it, it's such a wide selection of product. And I think that that is a huge value to customers because with ProSource, if you don't see it, we can get it. 
If we can't get it, it probably doesn't exist. But account managers are kind of the key to this selection process of, of, of narrowing down this pro source, largest selection down to the products that they're going to need for their project. And so I think that that's a huge, huge amount of the value is the account manager's ability and knowledge and expertise to help the customer through this whole process. In addition to that, we've got a whole set of kitchen and bath designers. That free design process as well as added value for this ProSource, you know, kind of full value proposition. So overall, I think ProSource just, just provides great value to the customer, to the trade pro. And that's kind of where I hang my hat. And I don't think it's just flooring. I mean, that, I, I believe that's just throughout the entire showroom. The selection process and the amount of selection that's available both in KMB and flooring, I think is unmatched anywhere in the industry and anywhere in the, any market. So. What advancements have really been made in the flooring industry? And what efforts have you seen in that specific to the brands offered at ProSource Wholesale? I think that when you look at our mix and how it's changed over time, you know, you've got technology as just a overarching piece of flooring. Let's just start there. Within every product category, you see technology changes, right? When I first came on board, Carpet was a big part of our business, and that's where people were looking for technology changes. They're like, in order for us to keep all this carpet business, how can we change? How can we advance technologically? So you were getting new patterns, new colors. There's new color things that were happening. They were printing carpet, right? They were printing right on top of the carpet. I think some of the work that they did in patterns, it was like fully dimensional things were happening. So you went from just a flat piece of carpet to having all this dimension in there. And there was loops and cut piles and all these different things that were happening. And finally, people were like, yeah, that's great now, but what else you got? And so I think that what you're seeing now is huge advancements in printing technology. And printing technology is one of those things what's happening now is can be adapted to almost every product category. For example, luxury vinyl, the better the printing, the more clarity you're going to see in the graining of the products that you can find today. Tile. Tile is a great example of digital printing where they can make any look from a wood look to a marble look and have it look hyper-realistic so that a customer with one type of product can have multiple looks throughout their house. So I think printing is one of those big things that's really taking up big part of the market and where suppliers are really focusing a lot of their R&D efforts. One technology that kind of amazes me, and maybe, and I'm curious if it amazes you as well, is the waterproof technology. But it's not just that it's out there, but that it has found a way to touch seemingly every product category. And especially in the realm of carpet, you would not think that that would be true, but there it sits. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Waterproof is like the buzzword and has been for like the past, you know, obviously stain and soiling were really important things to identify in a product, especially when carpet was big. As we've moved on in a hard surface categories, waterproof is everything. It's a benefit that the customer can easily imagine in their mind every time they've spilled something, right? They can be like, oh yeah, I get it. I don't want that to ruin my floor. So you're going to see, like I was mentioning earlier, about a decade ago, you see luxury vinyl really coming out and really becoming the leading product out there. And that was a product that everybody could easily say, hey, this is waterproof. Don't even worry about anything that you spill on it. It can actually take standing water. And what suppliers saw, they were like, yeah, all right, we can do that. What if we did that on other products like hardwood? So now you're starting to see that waterproof technology in hardwood where it's got that same wood veneer that you walk on. It's actually a wood product, but the middle of it is made out of the same core that you're seeing in luxury vinyl. So they're just taking a wood veneer and pressing it on top of a luxury vinyl core. Because of that, they're able to say like, that is waterproof. That and the click technology that it's installed with. Now you've got this hardwood product that a customer can be like, I've got real hardwood and it's waterproof. The trick is, is the customer hasn't really taken off yet on that. 
they see it, they understand it, but they're like, well, why wouldn't I just buy a hardwood product at that point? So we feel like it's a growing piece. We've done some collections with it. I don't think the customers have gotten it as much as they've adapted to the luxury vinyl product. We're watching it. It's something we're watching constantly, but the hardwood we feel hasn't taken off yet. But waterproof products like luxury vinyl have just soared. And that is where all of our account managers have such a successful time selling because there's very few drawbacks from selling a luxury vinyl product. That piece in the customer's mind, they see it, it's waterproof, it's somewhat dead proof, but they're adapting it to just about every room in their house. And I think that's the biggest piece. Okay. What sort of efforts in the flooring industry have you seen with regard to being eco-friendly or the sustainability efforts in the flooring industry and the products that they brought forth? Well, I guess you could say that both in how the products are made and then the products themselves. I think suppliers have kind of had to lead this in a lot of places where they're producing products that are environmentally friendly. It's been going on for years, right? We've got products that are made from, let's just start on the carpet side. You've got products that are recycled. So they've got product that is made from recycled product. They have products that are recyclable. So you've got both synthetic fibers there. We've got carpet that is derived from corn. We've got natural products such as wool. Obviously, it's made from a sheep where the sheep is still kept alive as part of that process. So environmentally sound. Yeah, (laughs) there are a lot of products out there. What we found, and obviously beyond that, you've got luxury vinyl. We've been talking a lot about luxury vinyl. It is the most popular category right now, but a lot of that's made from recycled content. The core of it, a lot of that is composite wood and a plastic polymer that they've all fused together, all recycled contents or polymer stone composite as well, all from a condensed product that's been reused from somewhere else. So there is a lot of that going on. And then you've got products like bamboo, quick grow products, right? We've got a company also that's offering some hemp product as well. So these products that grow really fast can actually be reutilized again. Then you've got on the hardwood side, you have a lot of suppliers that will actually tag their products because they're grown in sustainable forest. There's all of that going on right now, but what we haven't seen is the customer that walks in and really asks for that type of product. Now, they find the color, they find the design, they like the style, and then if it also is environmentally friendly, they feel better about the purchase. But we don't have a lot of people coming in just asking for it. And I think that is where the consumer and the supplier have not seen eye to eye yet. So it becomes more of an afterthought. Yeah, I think it's more what we've called in the past is a tiebreaker. So if a customer sees two products that they like equally and one is environmentally friendly and one's not, they're like, I'll go with that. That makes me feel better about my purchase. If you were to give one bit of advice to either a trade pro or homeowner that's making a flooring decision, what sort of considerations would you suggest to them that they keep in mind when making that selection? I think one of the big ones is don't skimp. Pay a little extra and you're going to get a lot more. I think in every single product category, that's true let's say in the wood category, upgrade a little bit for a thicker product, upgrade a little bit for a product with a better finish on it that will provide more protection for your wood floor for a longer period of time. On the carpet side, a little bit extra face weight will make your product last longer and feel better underfoot. Luxury vinyl, same thing. You buy a thicker product with a thicker veneer so that if you do happen to drop something on it or you move a refrigerator or something, you're not going to gouge the product so that it will last longer and it will look better longer. So I think at the end is just making sure that you are not skimping. Pay a little bit extra and your flooring will last a lot longer. So it's a little bit of you get what you pay for? 100%. It's true in anything and it's especially true in flooring. So when we look at all those advancements that we've talked about here previously, how should a trade professional sort of balance their desire or want to be trendy or fashionable against what the homeowner's 
needs are or preferences are or lifestyle maybe dictates? I think there doesn't have to be a balance, really, because of, number one, the flooring industry has so much product available to it that if you look, you're going to find it. If you look hard enough, you're going to find the style they're looking for and the performance you're looking for. I don't think you have to skimp because the way that suppliers are really producing products today is that they realize if it doesn't perform, no matter how good it looks, those customers are not going to be coming back. And especially for ProSource, that's very important because our trade pros are repeat buyers. Our account managers know that if they sell something that doesn't perform, that trade pro is going to remember that and maybe not come back but at least say, I'm not going to buy that product in the future. And so account managers, I think, are a great barometers for what sells out there because they're not going to sell a garbage product. They're always going to sell the best product that looks the best for their customer. So I think you don't have to skimp. And I think what's great is not only is that wide breadth of product available in this industry out there, but ProSource is also that place to find it because if you look into our showrooms, we have such a huge variety of product and showrooms like bringing new products in all the time. And so you're going to be able to find a product that you need, that you want, and that it's going to perform. Okay, good. Let's shift our focus specifically in the realm of kitchens and bathrooms. And when you're looking at a remodel in there, it's sort of a chicken and the egg sort of a question. What tends to come first? Does someone or should someone pick flooring first and sort of work their way up from the ground up? Or should flooring maybe be the last choice after other products, cabinets, countertops, or tubs, vanities, when those are chosen? Is there a particular pecking order? If you're doing it right, I think you're doing it all at the same time. Because you want to make sure that all of the styles and the colors that you are putting together all make sense. So if you do, if you just pick out your cabinet door, color, or you choose your backsplash, you choose your countertops, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, we've got to do the floors too. You're still going to find something, but I think the the selection process is all done at the same time. What we found is obviously the floors are always done last as far as the installation is concerned. But what we're finding is that, I know this sounds crazy, but construction projects often go over budget. Wow. I know. I know that's unprecedented. shocking information <laughs> you're hearing here first. But what happens is, is that Because of the availability of so many different looks in so many different kind of substrates of flooring, you'll often see customers pick out a product that they like. All right, well, this is the color. And then all of a sudden they're like, all right, we're over budget. Where can we start to save a little bit? And sometimes it's the floor. They might have picked out a hardwood that they want in their kitchen. It happens all the time. All of a sudden they're like, that hardwood is $5 a square foot. We're running over on budget. What else is there? And we're like, well, we've got a luxury vinyl that might be, you know, three and a half dollars. And they may be able to find a similar look and a similar color in a manufactured product like luxury vinyl or even laminate that they can choose instead. And it saves them a few dollars. We don't always like to hear that on the flooring side. We always like the flooring budget to be high, but it is what happens just because of the pecking order of how things are actually installed. But is there really that big of a drop-off most times with performance in that regard? On the performance side, no. But some people will really like the feel and the look of an authentic piece of hardwood in comparison to vinyl. That is why it's more expensive. When you're choosing flooring, it's never just the floor. And what I mean by that, especially, I'll focus again for kitchens and bathrooms. There are other considerations. In a bathroom, you might have a backsplash, a tub surround, shower walls that are tiled. It's flooring. It's just not underfoot per se. So... What changes have you seen with those products, whether it be with trends or just technology advancements with them? Well, that's the coolest thing. With backsplashes, decos, things like that, tile is changing by the day. And one thing is within actual tile products, but you've also got this mix and match where you've got glass, you've got metals, you've got actual wood, and all of those mixed in with tile products as well. And then, of course, stone and stone looks. 
So you can have an entire variety of products as a backsplash to kind of bring out other colors and other materials that you might have in that room. What's cool is you've got some suppliers out there that can totally customize what products you want and in which design to do for your backsplash. So you can go onto their website, choose which products you like, choose the pattern you like, and then fill in all of the different elements of it and then have a customized version created for your backsplash. Now, obviously there's a little bit more expense to that, but just from a general sense, there's such a huge variety of tile available, especially for these types of installations. No one showroom could show the spectrum that's available out there. But what's great is our showrooms are really good at is taking products and selecting them that are current trending in their market. Whatever pro source you go into, they've taken what sells in their marketplace and they're showing those exact products because otherwise you would have to have a 100,000 square foot showroom with just showing backsplashes because there are so many different suppliers out there and so many different looks in order to appeal to everybody. So I just think it's variety. It's just this huge, huge variety that's available out there. And that's what's exciting is you can make any room just with those little details really pop. It's just an exciting category. So when you say that, I wonder, is there a concern that it might be a bit overwhelming for people with that much choice? Or does it become, no, it's a good thing because it allows everyone to personalize to what their taste is, what their desire is in that room? The answer is yes. Both of those. <laughs> yeah, it is both those things though. Great news is that we've got great account managers and we've got great trade pros out there that help in that selection process that are able to say, here's what we have. Here's what's available to you right now. And if you don't like any of these, we can get it. That's the other piece that's great about ProSource. We can also source so many different items that we may not be able to show in the showroom. But there is a little bit of that issue with a customer that if you show them too many items, it's hard for them to decide. But if you narrow down some of the items into what they've already told you through that kind of qualification process, it's going to be easier for them to make that decision. And trade pros help with that process as well. Okay. Let's pivot for just a second to another particular area that's near and dear to your heart. You talked about all the flooring that you oversee, but there's something else that you oversee. That's our sundries and our installation supplies category. So what we're talking about here is think grout and tools and all the things that basically allow the pros to install those products and have them maintained afterwards. Let's talk a little bit about that piece of the puzzle and how that incorporates into the flooring selection process as well. It's being that all-encompassing one-stop shop process. Yeah. You know, a few years back, we went big into the sundries as far as an initiative on our side. We have several showrooms that are deep into it where their sales mix is upwards of 20 to 30% of their business. It's almost that man behind the curtain, all the things that have to get done in order for your floor to look as beautiful as it is when it's installed. That's what the customer doesn't see. I mean, I love carpet, I always start with carpet, but I mean, those things that happen kind of behind the scenes that you don't see that make your product better carpet. For example, you've got cushion underneath there, the better the cushion that you've provided, the better it'll feel. And sometimes the better it'll look over long term. And let's talk more on the sundries and installation side for the hard surfaces like tile. You know, if you're doing wall tile, all the waterproofing that's done, customer never sees any of that, but they have that kind of sense of peace that I'm not going to have to worry about this every time I take a shower that is my shower leaking. And then all the other work that goes into installation, the floor leveling, the thin set that happens down below before any tiles installed, any ceiling that's done, those things that happen are what make it key to a long-term flooring installation being right. And I know that it's hard to explain that sometimes to a customer because it's not really a perceived value from what they can see because it's all underneath the floor. And it's just kind of insurance policy for anything bad that can happen has been taken care of by the installer. 
So what do you see as some of the toughest challenges for the flooring industry, whether it be now or even a few years into the future is what we're moving toward? You know, I think one of the big ones is managing sales mix. I mean, as I mentioned earlier, we've had carpet go from over half our business down to 25%. And then out of nowhere in the last 10 years, luxury vinyl wasn't even a category. It was a new technology that happened 10 years ago. It got introduced. Today, it's our largest product category. So it's managing that because what happens is you've got suppliers coming in and out of the marketplace. You've got products coming in and out of the marketplace. The showroom has to update their showroom continuously in order to make sure that they're showing their customers the newest products, the newest styles. So it's that continuous turnover. Our showrooms do it on a year-by-year basis because of new styles coming out all the time. So new colors, new trends. And then as new technology comes in, there's a little bit more of an overhaul that needs to happen. Before luxury vinyl came into the marketplace, laminate. Laminate was our manufactured hard surface product. And then suppliers started making it cheaper and cheaper and cheaper by making it thinner and thinner and thinner. Eventually, you can just snap those boards over your knee and you're like, is this a product I want on my floor? But it was cheap, right? And then laminate got a bad name and it was the death of the product category. And now we're actually starting to see a kind of phoenix from the ashes here with laminate and you're seeing the better products being made the way that they used to be, not thinner and thinner. They're actually making them thick. They're making the veneers better and they're hyper-realistic. So we're starting to see this kind of renaissance with laminate, which is pretty exciting because it's a great product category that I think a lot of people had a bad taste in their mouth over how terrible it was being made for a while. I do remember the popularity of it and how it did (laughs) sort of disappear into the wasteland. And adjusting your sales pitch year over year for account managers that have been around for a while. It's like, yeah, you know, it's like, here's the new laminate. You're like, wait a minute, you were bad-mouthing laminate just a few years ago. You're like, yeah, yeah, but this is new. And so those kind of things that happen and just change over time. And we didn't see luxury vinyl happening at all. And now it's a full product category. What's going to happen in the future? We don't have anything new in R&D that's a brand new product category, but we're definitely seeing improvements to all of the product categories. And I think with luxury vinyl, one of those is that the hottest trend is the new bevel edge technology that's coming out right now. You've got a lot of natural looking bevels that will help really more of a compare it to a hardwood that's out there. So you're seeing that happen right now. I think the last year, that has been the hottest thing. I know bevels aren't that exciting, but they are for a customer that wants that look. And I think it makes it that sale to a customer that might be questioning, like, do I really want a plastic product in my home? If it's that realistic, it's hard for them to say no. So those are some of the challenges on the higher level as far as the industry as a whole. What about the challenges on a project level when some of those or even other challenges on the project level for an individual remodel? What recommendations do you have for addressing those or what challenges do you sure. know exist? Well, I think bringing back the industry part of this, because the customers were impacted as well, over the last couple of years, we had a lot of issues with continuous price increases due to labor increases, freight increases. Then we had a considerable amount of the products that ProSource sells are imported. We had an import problem. And so there was a time there for the last couple of years where it was difficult to get product and at least get a promise date for customers to have their product installed. That was really, really challenging for account managers, managing that on a day-by-day basis. So we're definitely seeing less of that. There's a lot more product available on warehouse shelves right now. So that's a good thing. So customers aren't waiting as long. There's a lot more stability in pricing. So you're not seeing these huge price increases or huge price decreases right now. Right now we're seeing a little bit of some stabilization in pricing. So I think that's good. So I think those are the two biggest challenges with a customer is making sure that they can pay for the product that they were promised and that that product will come in in the time that the account manager promised. Hitting timelines, making sure that those timelines, 
hit by the trade pro. That is where we saw the most challenges over the last couple of years. Like I said, now we're starting to see those all kind of go away. We're, I feel like we're kind of back to business as normal. So that's been a good change within our industry and within ProSource itself. How much do you see the trends that are out there? And everybody talks about publications, streaming and network to TV shows, publications, a lot of talk about different trends. How much of that aspect of it do you feel impacts the product selection itself? You mean like the HGTVs and the home improvement shows? Yeah. I wish Bob Villa would come back because Bob Villa was all about this old house and he was all about either restoring when he was also doing a lot of historic homes. And so a lot of hardwood was being installed and we like hardwood. It's a great product category, but a lot of those home improvement shows you see nowadays, a lot of luxury vinyl going in. And I'm not going to talk bad about it. I do love the product category. It's actually, we've done very well with it, but I think we've done it at a reduction in our hardwood business. And hardwood, I think is still one of the greatest categories out there. So I think there is some of that. So people come in asking for a certain type of product. There's definitely some trends that have been jettisoned out of those barn wood, the cottagey type looks. And I feel like this, some of that home improvement has waned a little bit from the customers coming in and asking for those types of things. I don't feel like they're as popular as they were, but you've got so many new social media avenues for people to touch base. I follow several peer installers on social media sites that are just doing cool installations but they're not famous. It's like Joe in Texas and I'm following his installations as opposed to the brand names that have been out there in the HGTV and those home improvement shows for so long. I think people are starting to follow a lot more regular people following their process of, hey, we bought a a 1920s farmhouse and you're going to watch us on Instagram, just update it. And these are just run-of-the-mill people. I mean, they might have some remodeling background experience, but they're not the branded celebrities from the HGTV days that we saw in the past. I don't, I feel like that's kind of the new trend and, and that I'm watching, that I'm seeing, and I'm excited about it because I think it's like regular people kind of doing the work out there and I like it. Okay. Yeah. Let's close it up with this. Where do you see flooring going? Maybe not just for the industry, but for ProSource Wholesale. What's next for us? That's a great question. I feel that looking at our sales mix, and that's kind of how we look at trends and how things that we start there. Carpet, I feel like is stabilized a little bit. We're seeing huge increases in tile. And I think that that is mainly in part because it's a complementary product to our kitchen and bath business. And as our kitchen and bath business grows, I think we're going to continue to see tile grow along with it. I think that's a major growth category for us, even though it's a very mature category. Luxury vinyl, I think, is still seeing some growth there. But we got into the category so long ago and so much earlier than the rest of the industry that we are not seeing the huge year-over-year growth that the retail companies are seeing now just because we've been in it so long. And so we just don't see those huge spikes. We're still seeing an increase, but it's more, we're plateauing a little bit. So I think those will continue as our growth categories. Hardwood seeing is still not having the growth. It's seeing a little bit of shrinkage, mainly because you're seeing, obviously, very realistic wood looks in luxury vinyl and the wood look tile that dominated over the last few years as well. That's sort of waning a little bit too, but it was kind of eating into that hardwood business. I would like to see some of that waterproof technology we talked about earlier kind of come back and customers really demand it because at the end of the day, they are walking on a real hardwood floor. It's just that the supplier has upgraded the core of the center of it with some waterproof technology just so that they could have it in higher water use areas of their home, like kitchens and bath. Excited about that. As far as new things, like I said, laminate is having a revival right now. We're excited about it and we'll continue to push. It's our largest growth category on a very small base. We'll continue to do that. But one thing that we are excited about is going outside the home. 
So inside the home, residential replacement has been ProSource kind of bailiwick for years and years, for over 30 years, right? Over the last few years, we've seen a enormous growth in the outdoor living category, and we want our piece of the pie there too as well. So we already have access to and have been selling outdoor tile products, pavers and outdoor tiles made from porcelain. So there's already access to those products right now, and we are seeing showrooms better merchandise so that the customer can see they actually have these types of outdoor products. So we're seeing a lot of that right now. In addition to those outdoor products that we already have access to, we have partnered with a new supplier to get into the decking business. We are piloting that program right now because decking is flooring, right? It's outside. Sure. And so we are excited about it. We think that there's a big opportunity there. We have several showrooms already in the business. We have about another 10 showrooms that are getting into the business from pilot standpoint. They've got displays coming. They've got actual live decks in their showroom that they're going to be able to show a customer what a deck might look like if they were to do this at their home. It's a composite product. It's not a wood product, but it's a very realistic wood-looking product. It's an upgrade from other composite deck systems that are out there. And we feel that it is by far the coloration, the actual graining of it, that it's gorgeous. And I think that customers are really going to like it. So as kitchens, for example, start to head outdoors, you start to see more outdoor kitchens, ProSource becomes the source to make that a reality. Yeah, we really are going to take a dive here into this. And between outdoor kitchens, which I'm sure you've talked about in prior episodes, and between that and the decking material, artificial turf has been another one where you know, you've got so many markets that are very water restricted. People still want that look of grass around their home. We can do that now with artificial turf. It's a great product. It's got a great feel to it. It's got a beautiful look to it. Very realistic. So between turf, between decking and the outdoor paver and tile systems that are out there, we feel we can create these outdoor living spaces, not just kitchens, but really dens that really bring that indoor living feel right to the outdoors. So we're excited about the category overall. Looking forward to it. Well, that's all I had. So I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. We appreciate you joining us on the ProSource podcast. Please like and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, follow us on social media, visit our website at ProSourceWholesale.com, and visit your local ProSource Wholesale showroom for all your home remodeling needs.